Hello and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. We're three childhood breast friends. We'll be discussing everything life has had to throw at us and all the lessons we've learned in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoy this episode, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, girl. Hello. Hello. I just um, choked on a flump, like a marshmallow. Flump? But have you never heard of marshmallows as a flump before? A flump? I think they're like a like a name of a sweet rather than like a, the actual sweet itself, if that You've makes sense. You've never had a flump? No. They're big marshmallows. Oh, oh they're divine. Shade, you have divine. had a, you've you must definitely have had a flump. Had a flump. No. It comes in like a little packet. Yeah. Oh, it's a twirly one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a twirly one? Yeah, usually they're a bit twirly. Oh, potentially. Anyway, mm. glorious things. Mm. Do you know what? Things. I remember when I was working at the Bridge House in the pub and somebody left, somebody had come over from the States and was visiting family and they'd left a big bag and it was full of like American candy and there was this jar, not jar, it was like a plastic, I don't know what it was, plastic pot and it was marshmallow that you had to mm. put on a baking tray and put in the oven for oh. it to rise. And I remember it sat in the cupboard for so long. I was like, can't wait to use that. Can't wait to use that. Got it out one night because I had, I think I had some kids over for a sleepover. I don't know who it was. Got it out and it was like three years out of date. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, so if you know anywhere, I when that happens. Yeah. It was, uh, anyway, marshmallow. marshmallow. My nan loved a marshmallow. Did oh, anytime I went in the queue in Primark and they'd always have them at the end. <sighs> they'd always have them at the end. Yeah, I they do. I never yeah. noticed them in yeah. Primark. Do you know, when, yeah, you know do. when you go down like the little spiral? Isle of Dooms. Yeah. Isle of Doom, where everything is yeah. for sale and you yeah. want all of it. So Mar- I got these socks. I was like, oh, I need some more cosy socks. Absolutely don't. Yeah. Straight from the Isle of Doom. Into the basket. <laughs> Isle of Doom. Into my wardrobe. I'm going to call it that now. Yeah. 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 We are coming from marshmallows to monster-in-laws. Do you also remember the film Monster-in-laws? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, J-Lo. 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 I love J-Lo so much. That She's woman so is just a goddess. Do you know what? I was watching an interview with her the other day. I caught a snippet of an interview. And uh, she was just talking about her and Ben Affleck. The fact that they... they How are they together? Know. This still blows my mind. Wasn't he in Monster in Law as well? No, I've no, 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 different person. Kind of looks similar, but... Um, 20 years after being together and being in love. I love like, that She fully so admitted. She was like fully open. She was like, I've been heartbroken for 20 years. <gasps> Oh, yeah. that actually makes me so happy. Now they're married. Like, oh, that's... Don't. What a story. I mean, when be. she broke up with... Oh, God, what's his name? The last guy that she was with. Oh, what's his name? The baseball... Yeah, the one that was also with Cameron Diaz. Yeah. He's Didn't he a... cheat on her? Or weren't he like... No, they just split up amicably, but... What is his name? Because he's been with it's every good. famous <laughs> hot woman. <gasps> I can't remember. Let's Google him. Um, Do you know who... drive me mad. Yes. Do you know who like, I can't get my head round? Nick on. Cannon having like 50 million <gasps> kids. Oh, <laughs> my Honestly, God. Honestly, every time so I see something about these women put up with it? Like, he's literally just got his like long-term... Uh, child support, honey. <laughs> not, yeah, to but... put, not to put the women down. I not would to... seriously oh. be worrying because... Arna, is he that rich that he can support yeah. all those bloody kids? Kids well, are expensive. Another season of Wilding Out. Have you ever watched Nick Cannon's Wilding Wild Out? No. Girls, you've never watched Nick Cannon's Wild and Out? No. No. I only know him for being married to Mariah Carey. Carey. Right, I was going to say, he's in either one. Yeah, me too. I don't know anything else he does. He's like presenter, comedian. Of what? So he used to do Wild and Out, which was like a battle rap show. 
Right, it was fucking okay. brilliant, girls. Yeah, it's so good. But we'll watch it. Um, he used to do American Idol, I think, or America's oh, Got Talent. Okay. I can't remember. Right. Yeah, he's 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 big in the game in the USA. He's big in everything. Yeah, he's, he's big in the women. Yeah. Very much in, in a <laughs> in lot of the games. Yeah. There is a lot of games that Nick Cannon is in. Well, Ooh. I saw as well that, no, and what's his name? Kanye West got paid two, oh, this is such boring chat, but Kanye West has got paid 200k a month child support. <laughs> to Kim Kardashian? Yeah. yeah I saw but I'm that. like, wow. is, isn't that like. But I was working out, it's only 50, 50 grand a child. What, what the fuck do they need 50 grand a week for? Are you kidding me? A week like, or a month? A month. A sorry. month. So it's fifty grand. Well, I mean a month, their lifestyle, obviously. Which is that? So it's but what? Too... Is mum? Their mum ain't got a money. No, but what I'm, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, for them kids, in terms of they've got drivers, they've got chefs, they've got yeah. nannies, they've got private schooling, they've got security. Yeah. That ten grand a week ain't going very far per child, unless well, they got a fucking discount. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wild, isn't it? yeah do you know what it's all relative isn't it yeah. and with it, all things in life because obviously tom works in football and seeing this is so random but like seeing some of the holidays that the players will go on or seeing some of the things that they buy for their girlfriends for their like just a normal average birthday and it's like wow that's yeah. insane but it's like actually that's such a small percentage of what you earn yeah um that it's no different from yeah. That's uh, the thing with the wild. Kanye stuff, like yeah, the amount exactly. that they actually, so actually have to pay that, out for is yeah. probably not Relative going very towards far. Their yeah. lifestyle, I suppose. Well, he's yeah. a billionaire as well, isn't he? he must be. Yeah. Well, no, his net worth's dropped in it massively. Obviously, with all of the deals that have come well, out. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but Kanye is just an absolute mess, and the things that he's coming out and saying lately, and and always for the last god knows how many years, are just disgusting. And yeah. I just do you know what's crazy? Take a platform off of people that come out with these things have you heard what he said about hitler and yeah. like oh. yeah, yeah, yeah but he's his mum was uh i know he's he's obviously he's mentally ill and somebody they, he needs help it's not okay but i won't pull that card he's responsible for what he says and yeah. he should be held accountable for it regardless but his mum was such an advocate for racism and uh, the racist system and inherent racism throughout the the whole like yeah. throughout the world, like she was such an advocate. And he used to bring that to his concerts. He used to do like speeches. Sometimes you know a, a little maybe off the cuff and maybe not necessarily what people were there for. But he used his platform. And I, yeah. I don't understand this three sixty. He he's now racist. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is, he is yeah. now racist. Yeah. Like. How has he done a 360 and turn? And, yeah. All of it. It's cr- like, obviously, he he absolutely needs help. So I don't condone any of it. I do say he needs help, but he's accountable for what he says. Yeah, sure. It's definitely. But also, crazy. like, social media platforms don't give... It's not just him. No. Andrew no. Tate, people yeah. like that with yeah. these opinions that are really damaging to young, impressionable people. Like... Don't give them a platform. You're you are literally endorsing what they're saying by letting them speak to so many people. So I find it really, really frustrating to be honest. Yeah. Um sorry, that was a real wow. time. No, I know we've gone right off on one there. Sometimes I do think well, I don't know if that'd be a good idea. Sometimes I think maybe people should just hear our conversations because we do go deep <laughs> with everything. And then I think maybe that's not such a good idea. Well, I don't think it's a good idea, but I always am very surprised on like how we get into these tangents. Me too. It's like one word and then boom, we'd mm-hmm. yeah. But if you said that to old. Tom, he'd be like, "I am not surprised for a single second. You girls have this <laughs> wild capability to talk about a hundred different things, and then like the Bring next day, still have so much to talk about. Yeah, that's like, very surely true. Surely you haven't got anything to talk about. And he's like, "No, that's the friend. reason we started doing yeah. the podcast, isn't it? Because we." 
would meet up after having not <laughs> been with each other for God knows how many years as consistently. We'd meet up. We would chat. We'd meet at what? 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. By 11 o'clock, we're like, guys, we should probably move and go yeah. and walk home. Like, we'd yeah, be sat yeah. up the river, wouldn't we, on Potter's yeah. Field. Oh, my God, yes. Walking home oh at stupid God, o'clock because yeah. we was like, fuck, we just didn't stop talking. Like, we've all had plans that we've actually been like, oh, fuck, I forgot yeah. I had to go somewhere yeah, tonight. Yeah, so <laughs> oh, true. Dear. Do you know what? I did get wise in the end and I was like, right, I'm meeting the girls for lunch, which means it's going to go into dinner and then it's going to yeah. go into drinks and then I'm not going to be home till two in the morning so true. <laughs> so true so anyway well now you get the pleasure of listening in <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a pleasure or not but absolutely it yeah is. it is if you're here you're along for the ride and a ride it shall be because we are heading over to to your monster in law dilemmas yes Oof. god is that's a touchy one isn't it that is god. a real touchy one especially because well, it's hard to talk. I guess obviously all of these dilemmas are anonymous, but it's really hard to talk about it because people won't often want to talk to their partners about it because it's their parents. It's just hard. Mm-hmm. It's just hard. It's so hard. I've got so many examples. Have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh well, well, we've I got a couple of dilemmas, yet. but we will first get to <clears throat> Stevie's word of the week. Oh, thank God for that, because last week I was going off on all different keys and we kept it in one place at time. I'm so pleased to say that you're back. (laughs) The girls are back. So this week's word of the week is pareidolia. Pareidolia. Sounds like a flower. Does sound like a flower. Sounds like para, so para, paranalia. Paraphernalia. (laughs) Didn't we have something like this a couple of weeks ago? We had paraphernalia. Which Paralympics. was like things left around para things left. Maybe oh, maybe para doesn't mean the same no, thing. No, I don't think it does. Para what was no, it? Sorry, it what was it? Para, paradolia. 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 Paradox. <laughs> paradolia. <laughs> yeah, I know, but para, a paradox. It's a paradox. It's like a. Okay, I'm going with paradolia is a like a different reality. Oh, like a parallel universe, like a parallel mm. universe, paradolia, like sliding doors. It would have happened in a paradolia. Yeah, something. I would love to talk about that more. By the way, I've got an obsession with like sliding doors moments and like things. Oh my happening god! When... I would... Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Let's do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, okay, so you locked in your answer. Yeah, Jay's... locked in like a, 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 a. I don't know what I said. Now, parallel universe. That things going on not parallel universe paradolia. but I think paradolia is like a specific moment of like yeah it would have been a paradolia if they hadn't have okay walked through that door or something I, don't know. I think it's a thing as in like a an object thing um I think it's a garden utensil <laughs> great <laughs> absolutely <You're> not <laughs> so it's the tendency to perceive a specific often meaningful image in a random or ambiguous visual pattern. I so think f- you're quite near with that. S- really? Well, maybe not. <laughs> no, I guess... A, Significantly obscure. nearer than a garden utensil. Yes, definitely. An obscured so, reality, maybe. Yeah. For example, like, you know when you see, like, people's faces in a cloud? Yeah. That is a pareidolia because you are seeing a face in a cloud when, obviously, it's it's not... Right. So if you saw something in like the foam of a coffee, that's yes. a paradolia. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, that's like that. Yeah, paradolia. I, like, I love paradolias. I, I used to have, you know, that really old fashioned thing on your ceiling where people, it would have like brush 
strokes and but like textured scenes um, in my yes. childhood bedroom yeah and um i could always see like a fish and then i could see a face and i could see different things so i had shitloads of pareidolias in my family bedroom. Well, there, you go. Nice. there you go my mum will often point out a pareidolia and i'm like no mum they will not see it i'm like no i can't see she's like you can look at that and i'm like yeah if you can see it i'm here for it do you remember when we were younger someone bought in so this was when we was at school and they bought in a picture, and it was to work out if you had double vision or not. Yeah, you, uh, there's a few of them yeah. where you can see, like, a frog and a horse. Yes, that's the one that I was thinking yes. of. Yeah, yeah there's, like, Are a rabbit you... and something else as well, I only saw the other day. Totally yeah. different from a pareidolia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mum also, like, you know, like, they say, like, a feather is a sign from heaven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many pigeon feathers I find in my house? <laughs> my sister and my mum are... Absolute terrible for it. I'm. I consistently throw away pigeon. What they collect them? They because they've got a bit of white in them. Even though they are absolutely pigeon feathers, oh. my sister be like, "Oh, look, pigeon feather." Uh, not pigeon. She be like, "Oh, feather, white feather." And she'll put it, and then I'll have a good look, and I'm like. Bro, that's, that's definitely got grey in it as well. Ooh. That is a pigeon. It's so funny. Do you know what? The I can't feathers. stand feathers either. Really? I think in my mind, feathers are like dirty really? because yeah. they're like off of a dirty bird. Like, yeah. No, I have to say, I'm with the white feather thing. Yeah. Like, if I see mine, mine I'm ever. always like, yeah. yeah. White and feather white I get. as well for yeah. me. So, but, like, yeah. just feathers in general. Interesting. Yeah, no, no, a, a, you know, a good percentage are white feathers, and I'm all here for keeping your angels closed. However, is that what you meant? A to pigeon, do with them, a though? pigeon, keep a it. pigeon is a pigeon, hun. Uh, the amount of time Chris look, oh look, white feather. I'm like, no, Chris, it's not. It's not. Like now, it's just a fucking running joke. <laughs> it's absolutely a running that joke. That is out the cushion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she go look at that. And that weird. And I go, you've you've just fluffed the cushions. <laughs> <laughs> So are you meant to keep white feathers? I mean, you do exactly as you wish. Sometimes I'll, if mm. I find a white feather, I'll put it maybe on a nice plant in the garden if it's on the oh, floor. Like, I don't know. I don't. But there's so many fucking pigeon feathers indoors. Yeah. I don't want to bring too many indoors. No. Yeah. It's honestly, it's wild. Oh, honestly, I'm so turning funny. into my mother. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Well, so I'm turning into your mother. <laughs> It's a monster in law. <laughs> to having a monster in law. I think my mum's not a monster in law. Um, no, I think no. your mum's lovely. Oh, lovely. my mum's bleeding laundry. Yes. The law. Yeah, dream. She's fantastic. But we have had some, uh, we've had these propping over the last couple of weeks. So we've been able to put them together into one actual uh, podcast, which is good. Do you know what? I think this is the time of year where you have to spend time with so many family members who you might yeah. not see throughout the year, who you don't particularly like, but there's all these family events going on, so I'm not surprised that we've had these ones yeah, come in. I'm sure so about true. it. I'm sure loads of people can relate to these it's as well. It's a difficult time of year, isn't it? Because as much as, as you know, some people unfortunately don't have much family around them, or well, maybe that is fortunate for them, Like, but it, it's just one of those times of year when you're going to be around people more and more people that you maybe don't have the patience for yeah. or you've just a little bit for too just for a little bit too long yeah. yeah there's a very thin line between this is wonderful to this is too much yeah, I, yeah. you feel obliged as well i yeah. think at christmas like i'm i'm very lucky that i really love my family but i've had to go to things at christmas with like partners and i think oh I don't yeah. want to be spending time with your family yeah. and it is a whole separate thing but as well around christmas you have that 
well, some people have that terrible thing of deciding where you go for which day and where you, and, yeah. you know, having to prioritise. Like, I know my brother's, ha- like, trying to work things out at the moment. I'm really lucky because I'm, like... <laughs> a bit of a selfish bitch at the moment and I'm like no I'm sorry Christmas day and Boxing Day and and Tom is absolutely on board with that that we're so laid back when it comes to that and luckily we are seeing his family a few days before and then I'm going to be with mine on the day and he's working because he's always working um but people have a really difficult time with that as well Mm. so it all relates it all builds in this time of year I'm sure a lot of people can relate to some of these dilemmas coming up yeah let's get stuck into it girls Hi ladies, I have an incredible boyfriend who I've been with for six months. He was single for about a year before we got together, but prior to that he was in a relationship for three years. His family evidently got on very well with his ex, and whilst I don't have a bad relationship with them, it feels like his mum is constantly bringing her up whenever I'm around. She will say things like, I wonder what she's doing now, she's a lovely lady, or reminiscing about times they all had together, like holidays or family outings. I'm not jealous of his ex, but I don't understand why his mum keeps bringing it up and it's really starting to irritate me and I'm starting to resent his mum. What do I do? Oh, I would hate that so much. That is awful. I mean, is she oblivious or... Well, you can't be oblivious, can you? I think that's a really sneaky, snaky thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I actually think that's really unfair. I was going to say, it feels like she doesn't like you, which is so brutal to say. Yeah, but but why would you be acting like that if you... If you like that person, because yeah. you wouldn't want to make him feel uncomfortable, no. would you? No. Unless she's literally so in her own world. That's that what I'm saying. Is she oblivious? Tactless. Yeah. Like, does she? Is she some? Can you be that oblivious? Though? And no. also because do those people not only exist? do you make our listener feel uncomfortable, the boyfriend's now going to feel uncomfortable. People in the room are going to feel uncomfortable because whenever things come up like that, it's always like. Ooh. So then, I guess what you need to do is you need to maybe approach your partner and just say to him, "Listen." It's been a couple of times. I know that you've heard it. You know that I've heard it. I'm feeling really uncomfortable. Do I just have a conversation with your mum outright? Or would you like to have a conversation with your mum to say it's actually inappropriate for you to be talking about any exes whilst my girlfriend is in the room or my partner's in the room? Because as much as you have memories with her, you need to respect that there is a boundary that you're overstepping, actually. And you're not only upsetting her, but you're upsetting me. And I don't think that you want to do that, do you? Like, but, oh, sorry, that's but then, really threatening. No, no, no I think <laughs> sometimes you, you need to be that blunt. But the thing is, does that then make it really awkward for the relationship between the girlfriend and the mum? Probably, but then she's, but she's already done it anyway. anyway. Yeah, she has she's already, already done it. She's overstepped that mark by yeah. even speaking about an ex in the road. Yeah. Also, yeah. why are you thinking about that person while your son and his new girlfriend are there? Yeah, it's and weird. if you want to have that discussion with your husband, fair enough, go and have that. Yeah. Don't say it in front of your son Even his if new you're going to say it to the son, do it when the new girlfriend's not yeah. there. Yeah. Like, the reality is, he probably couldn't. He probably doesn't even know what she's doing and he probably couldn't even care less because he's moved on, he's with you and he's happy. But there are, I mean, there are times... I'm trying to think of any now. I can't really think of specifics. But you would obviously, like, if you're talking around a dinner table or whatever and things like that, things come up. Maybe you've been on a trip with someone. And, like, you know, people will come up into... Like, exes will come up into conversations. Or, like, experiences that you've had with exes will come up into conversation. That's, yeah, fine. That's going to happen. Life is life. You have to, you know, you reminisce and you think about that. But to be like, oh, I want... Oh, she was lovely. I wonder where she is now. Like, 
you're kind of digging your son out a little bit by yeah, saying yeah. you fucked up, didn't you, a bit there, son? Like, you're also yeah. mugging him off a bit, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, God, I didn't think of it like that. So he should be kind of stepping up and being like, yo, mum, this ain't Not okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. You need to have a chat with your partner. He needs to have a chat with his mum. Do you know what's really hard as well? Because sometimes you want to depend on, like... Not me personally, I was just saying a person would want to depend on their partner to be able to approach their mum. Yeah. But that's not always easy. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. People Sometimes really they don't have, they, no. they can't do that. No. And I think maybe we take it for granted because we're all really close to our family. I could be like, mum, what the fuck you. I, I do swear a lot and she swears a lot, so it's not as rude as it sounds. But I'd be like, I could say anything to my mum. What are you doing that for? What have you done that for? And like, we are best friends. I could, li- and my dad, I could say anything to them whatsoever. People can't. Always say that. Like, even if people are really close to their family, there is that line of like, but we are that close. Like, even my dad spoke to and obviously sees his mum all the time, goes and visits visits her all the time. Spoke to her every day on the phone his whole life after he moved out. But he, my mum, could be like not brutal to her mum, but she could say exactly what she wanted to. And my dad was always softer in his approach to his mum because he couldn't quite say it in the same way so I think it is really difficult and it's all based on their relationship and but at the end of the day you can't even if it's hard for him to talk to his mum like that or what is his mum but you know even if it's hard for someone to talk to their family or their parents like that you shouldn't have to suffer for it in no. the meantime so yeah. they should be stepping up and saying what well, is uncomfortable but I'm gonna say it because otherwise you've got to live through hearing about my ex yes yeah. no one wants to hear about the bloody ex no and the reality is Unless all the bad things yeah yeah well Tom like my mum does sometimes mention my exes in front of him but as we all know my mum is like <laughs> Just, I was going to say, waiting to run the first one over. But, you know, like, she... Not, not a good word is ever mentioned, let's just say it like that. So, it's it's laughed at. But, yeah, like, never a, never a good word. Or, how are they doing? They were a lovely... She's a lovely lady. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm just laughing. The reality is, as well, you will stop going around there. Yeah. You will stop you seeing them. You won't want to go around there. And I know this sounds awful, but... I. Right, I'm going to be very controversial here. Go on. I feel like what the girl in the relationship wants, usually the girl gets. So if you're being to, if you're being made to feel uncomfortable, eventually you will say to your partner, I'm not going around there because I'm not putting up with that. If you want to go and see your parents, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. And then your relationship with the parents will deteriorate, which is fine. But when you eventually have children, you won't want your kids going around there because you've got this bad relationship oh God, with the parents. But that, that leads into such a difficult situation, though, doesn't it? Yeah, but the mum is cutting her nose to spite her face. Why would you bring up the ex? Because yeah. all you're doing is damaging the relationship you should should be trying to build with the current girlfriend. I think it's a mother-son situation, what we're talking about as well a little bit here. I think... Um, uh, what's that saying a son is a son till he gets a wife a daughter is a daughter for all her life yeah and I think that I don't think I've ever heard that but I agree with it but mothers mothers will you know as nurturers as life givers they will look after their hopefully they will look after their children and that will continue women I think find their independence not necessarily just women Um, I'm just you know I'm being very blanket term yeah, here yeah, yeah. but women will mature and become the nurturers and the caregivers and if they are with other men um they'll if they get with the man they'll become that kind of caregiver and nurturer yeah, not yeah. necessarily like 
solely it can be a joint thing yeah. but i think i think we still live in a society that is massively is run by men still yeah. you know everything is 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 put in place for we live in a man's world still we're trying to change it but the fact of the matter is is the caregiver has always been the woman and that still is predominant nowadays mm. even though it's changing you know ties of change always take time so men i think mothers will still mother their sons and i think it becomes difficult when there's somebody else who is now offering not to replace them yeah. is what it can feel yeah. like but it is coming in to do those jobs i think that becomes very difficult for a lot of people i've got a question for you though because i think that happens a lot i do think men are like the saying says i do think men are more likely to come away from their families but to you too because for in my experience like tom is really close to his mum and my brother is unbelievably close to my mum for me that would be really unattractive and i wouldn't like it if me coming along could bring my partner away from his family i'd find that really difficult because i'd think i'd want them to have loyalty to their family don't you i don't know how yeah, do you I feel totally about agree, that because yeah. when i hear it i'm like i totally agree. i obviously want to be a priority but i don't want to come along and take you away from your Absolutely. family i don't think you should be able to do that yeah or yeah, that yeah. is the the sort of person that i want or, or i want to be with isn't someone that i would isn't someone that could be like, I'm going to choose you over my family. Do but you know I don't I mean? think it's as black and white as them choosing you over their family. Like, well, I guess there has to be a shift, right? Like, say, you know, mm. the man meets a girlfriend, becomes a wife, whatever. You're living with them 24-7. It's a yeah. very different relationship. Yeah, there has to be. It isn't, I guess it's not necessarily about choosing one or the other or prioritising, but yeah. it's a different relationship and there has to be a shift because your wife is the person that you're living with, could be the mother of your children, and I guess you have to maybe think more towards their life and what they're doing as opposed yeah. to constantly thinking about the mum because yeah. the mum, hopefully, will have the dad and have a partner maybe that's what it comes back to as well like genetics and like you know like this is going way into primal but men being the like provider like caveman times men go out hunt the food well when you're a son in a family you're always looking up to the dad but then when you've got your own family they are who you protect and you provide for Mm, like maybe that's what I'm trying to yeah, say yeah, in a yeah, really yeah. fucking weird, no, long-winded no, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get yeah. that. So, I get that. yeah, but bringing it back to to your question, I think uh, your dilemma, should I say? You kind of, I think the first point of call is probably to have a conversation with your partner, see if he's noticed it, ask him like, did he have you noticed this? This has been said. What do you think about it? This is what I think about it. How do we broach this? Would you like to do it yourself with your mum? Or would you like me to do it with you? And just, or like, I don't want to ta- tag team up on like your mum. Fucking hell. Not tag team. Not tag team. <laughs> that is fucking, that's a whole other podcast. Um, but like, I don't want you to like group, group, groupy up. I was going to say, I don't want you to group up, like gang up on your mum. <laughs> Groupy gang spit. Jesus guys. See, I don't know if you're just more blunt. Like if she brings it up again, you say, Oh, you had a really nice relationship with his ex, didn't you? No, but then that's sake. And then you're mm. then you're going down then you're going down a rabbit hole. I would be tempted to say that. I, would be, I, would <laughs> be I know it's not a good thing. I wouldn't recommend it, but like, no. I find it really hard to sit back yeah. and hear it. Or I think I would deliberately be really quiet for the rest of the yeah. time. Yeah, I think oh, I would do that. Be and then quiet. you put yourself in such a position where it bubbles. It's, yes, it bubbles. It sits there. Until it fucking explodes. And that's so jack. I'm I'm that sort of person. I'm the push it down, push it down, let it bubble, let it bubble, and then 
then the smallest little straw will break yeah. my back and I'm like, right, yeah. here we go. Yeah, but the, I think as well, though, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be brutal here. Everyone would like to get on with their family, be that your blood family, your married in family, whatever, your in-laws. Everyone would like to get along with them. The reality is people don't always get along. And do you know what? The older I get, the more I think that's actually okay. And you don't have to put yourself in situations with people like this who are going to bring things up that you don't want to be around. No, but it's just about making sure that you communicate with your partner on how you're going to navigate it when it comes to important moments aka yeah. Christmas, birthdays, anniversary, blah, whatever, yeah, weddings, yeah. etc. Do you know what? It's a real fucking balance, and I think it's one of the things about growing up. I'm, I'm really lucky in that sense, but I think it's a real thing about growing up where there's such a fine line because it's like you want you want your partner to back you up, you want things, you know, you want the best for your you, your family, and your kids, but also you do have to compromise because both people have to compromise. You can't just get what you want, and it's. Oh, it's hard. And it's Christmas, really hard. I think, brings out the worst because obviously yeah. it's a time when families are all together. And the stakes are always high. There's so much pressure on Christmas yeah. being perfect, isn't there? And it yeah. that could be whatever it means to you. Anyway, that's a tangent. Uh, good luck. We do actually yeah. genuinely. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> it's another one of those. No, but actually, you know, it, it's a toughie, but, you know, stand your ground, know your worth. Okay, I'm going to be toxic just to finish that off. Maybe you could find out about her husband's ex partner and start bringing her up. <laughs> Ask wow. him to get his old, wow. old secondary old school pictures out. Yeah. Did you go to a prom? Who did you go with? Oh, oh she's right. beautiful. Have you two been oh. together like for your and entire lives? Days. Or did you have other partners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and has he been faithful for your whole marriage? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know. i tell you what, though. I would also be tempted to be like the silent person in this and just be like, noted. You've brought the ex yeah. up again. Noted. Yeah. Like, And she would be very... Well, I think I would give off the vibe that she would know that I wasn't happy. Yeah. yeah. You just want to hope she doesn't rise to the occasion because my girl sounds like she's going to come in hard. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like she ain't oh, fucking about. She's like, my son's with a girl I don't like. I'm going to let her know. Oh, God. Hi, ladies. Me and my boyfriend are living with my in-laws at the moment because we're desperately saving for a house. We lived on our own until recently, but moved out of our rented accommodation to save. Originally, living with his parents was only going to be short-term, but to say the mortgage rates has fucked us over is an understatement. Oh, Oh, ain't it all. Anyway, I'm so grateful to his parents for letting us stay, but they're driving me insane. His mum constantly picks with me from the way I wash up to how many times a week I go out to what I do with my money I'm about to explode worst thing is the sneaky cow never says any of it in front of my partner literally never I'm losing my mind how do I tell her to back off that would drive me insane if I thought she was saying it when my partner weren't there yeah the thing is it's so difficult because so my first boyfriend (laughs) <laughs> oh, he deserves a theme tune at this point but he moved into my house for two years and I don't know how you did that I don't know how my mum and dad did it but I was I didn't know at the time that they disliked him as heavily as they did um, which made it difficult after but basically the thing is even though I guess what I'm trying to say is even though the mother-in-law is obviously just being so frustrating and really overstepping boundaries 
you are living in her yeah. house. Yeah, you kind so of got to take her up with this move. Yeah, it's a difficult one because really you don't actually have a leg to stand on because you can't really tell her how to act in her own... Everyone runs their house, lives yeah. in their house in the way that they want to. When somebody... It's always the same. If a guest comes over and stays longer than, need, than you expect, it does put you out a little bit. And I think it's all very well that they're trying to do a nice thing and be like, come and leave, come and stay. It's brilliant. You do have to find a dynamic of living with people and it's really uncomfortable because you have to kind of tread on eggshells a little bit and kind of abide by the rules of the house, which are (laughs) basically however they want it run, really. So it's, it's difficult, but... You've, it's a, it's a hopefully a small sacrifice that you'll make for a bigger gain, yeah. and you'll look back on it fondly. Fondly, I'm sure at some yeah. point, but it is going to be a bit of a, a ball ache. But practical, practical things are maybe you could set up some like certain things. Maybe maybe you've got like go out and buy yourselves some plates and some cups. It sounds really silly. I wondered doesn't where it? you was going with that. It sounds really silly. But smash make... them over. Maybe like if it's things like maybe you're using things that she doesn't want you to. Well, I wonder if you get yourself a little box of like these are your cleaning products. These are your cutlery and knives and forks. Like it sounds really petty but what I'm trying to say is, is if you try to separate live in her house but separate things as much as you can. Maybe even use the laundrette if it's convenient rather than use it. Like little ways that you can show I want to be independent in your house or I want to be yeah. I want to live in your house but I don't want to take over it have a conversation with her get her a glass of wine if she's a drinker have a glass of wine and say I was thinking of getting myself this this and this to put in the corner because I've realised you know how much washing gets in the way and I've realised I don't want you doing any of this I don't want you doing extra things we're already really grateful if you let her know how grateful you are you know it might help her to oversee little things also you can just accept she's gonna have a couple of bad days it's fine do you but know what would you though? do about the point where she's saying she picks me up on how yeah, many times i go what out I and say. what to do with my money oh, fuck i've missed that whole bit i think that's not just a you living with them thing i think she just might be like that like even yeah. if you didn't live together i think she might have something to say because people yeah. wouldn't put themselves on people so much you know what i would actually do if she says about how many times you're going out i'd say look leslie (laughs) does this affect you in any way am i waking you up when i'm coming in is it making a difference just because if it's not then great i'm just going to carry on going out it's you know what i want to do i would have that would drive me mad. yeah that would drive me mad. i would even be so bold as to say to her oh i'm really sorry do you think i'm wasting my money and not putting it towards us like being able to move out yeah so does that mean that you actually want us to move out like because yeah. you yeah. think we're wasting our money it is by literally going a case of what's the problem yeah what's yeah. the problem what is the problem with this what's the problem it is literally that no i think you're right as well you should just say to her Sorry, yeah, what what is it that... Am I, am I waking you up? Is it causing a disturbance? Are you Have getting... we outstayed our welcome? Yeah, but <laughs> also, I mean, that's more direct. I guess what you're asking from her, like you say, Elle, is can you be direct with me? Can you tell me what the issue is? Because yeah. you picking me up on the washing up, there's something underlying here, and I'd like to, us to get to the bottom of it if we're going to be able to move forward. Yeah. So much easier said than done. I am such a hermit. I'd be like, oh, yeah, no worries, yeah, I'll just lo- live my life. Yeah. I'm, I'm such that person. Well, I was such that person. I am no longer You're that person. You're not going to be that not person anymore. No, 
Oh, oh it's really bloody it's, hard. Do you know what the worst thing is? You literally must feel trapped because yeah. you can't... You can go back into rented accommodation, but obviously that is not what you want to be doing. Yeah. Some people love the power of that as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you watch, they'll be saying to their friends, oh, we've got them staying with us, yeah, because they're saving, we're doing them such a favour, when yeah. really they're making your life hell. Oh, maybe God. held a bit too strong, but no, it can feel like that. You can definitely feel trapped, can't you? Mm. There's nothing like having your own space, and there's nothing yeah. worse than feeling like you're intruding on, or like you're living out of a suitcase in somebody else's home. It's like that's really shitty. Maybe you need to come up with a plan with your partner to say, right, realistically, we're going to be here longer. So now we need to reassess what what our goal was because yeah. um, the living, like the goal posts, have moved. So do you now sit down with your partner and say, realistically, we're not going to be able to afford a house for a long time, so let's go back into rented? rented. Yeah, do yeah, we yeah. need to reassess our financial situation and be saving more? Yeah. Do we need to be looking at our jobs so that we change yeah. them to get more money so we can yeah. get the house? Definitely. Because I think if you've got a goal and a, and a plan in place, you might be able to tolerate the mother-in-law yeah, a bit better. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's true. Yeah, if you've got to stay there, keep, keep looking at houses like make yourself a vision board think yeah. of all the things that you're going to get when this is over like you're there for a reason yeah. think about the end goal and yeah and sure. also if she's fucking having a go at you the way you're washing up leave it <laughs> alright Leslie you fucking wash up my dishes then <laughs> god my advice today girls shocking it's on fire Ellie <laughs> I turn 30 and I'm like I am taking none of it you oh, tell Leslie love this oh hi ladies i'm raging i love a dilemma that starts with that my in-laws are literally the worst people in the world they've always been passive aggressive towards me and i think it's because they feel i was never good enough for their son i know they treat me differently to their other daughter-in-law which i've made peace with but where i draw the line is my child Both my husband and I and his brother and his partner have recently had babies to make them grandparents twice within weeks of each other. I've just found out that whilst my baby got a blanket and a teddy from his grandparents, they bought his cousin the pram, blankets, teddies and even gave money for the bank account once it was open. They've declared their love for his cousin all over Facebook. My son has had no mention. They went to the hospital to see the cousin despite being invited and not coming to see my son. I know they are just babies at the moment, but I cannot stand the thought that my child is going to be treated differently by his own grandparents. My husband understands where I'm coming from, but doesn't want to say anything to his parents to keep the peace. What do I do? Oh, Jesus. There's something... I wonder whether they've got any bias over their other child. Like the... Is it Mm, the son? The other brother. Yeah. Potentially. Do you know what made, made me think of... Not in the rudest way possible, like in the kindest way possible. Are you as a couple more well off and prepared financially for your child than uh, the brother? And wait, well that that just goes through one bit, which is like the gift giving and the setting up of things. Have they maybe potential? You don't know what the other brother and the other missus are saying. You know, like oh we we can't supply this. I don't know. It could just be a case of like them maybe not being as well financially prepared, and so maybe the grandparents are thinking, oh, to give them both an even start. Here's an op- here's that. But then I guess the Facebook and the not turning up situation is really. I fucking hate Facebook now, girls. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really fucking do. I've not liked it for years. I don't know why I've still got it. I've literally got it because of family and pictures. Oh my god, I'm so sick. <laughs> 
of listening to our parents' generation and the generation above talk about Facebook. I'm fucking sick of it. Honestly, it drives me bloody mad. The posts, the moans, the stuff that they can Google. I'm Google it. No yeah. one needs to ask Sally down the road. People that oh, moan that on Facebook drives me, me mad. Yeah, oh, absolutely I've had, mad. had such a terrible event. Won't, won't talk to you on Facebook about DM it. DM me. DM me. And then everyone oh, DM. Oh, stuff like fuck that. off, will you? Oh, my God. Sorry, I just had to put that in there. No, I, I'm so with you. It drives wow. me insane. Oh, yeah. I really yeah. appreciate the wonderful family and relatives and people that can get in touch over Facebook and drop a happy birthday, etc., etc. But if you're one of those bastards that mums, oh, go and get a fucking life. <laughs> really aggravates me. Tell them that you don't want your child all over Facebook anyway. Thank you very much. See, I think, coming back to the question <laughs> after <laughs> Jade's Facebook rant, <laughs> I think the best situation here is that the other couple are financially struggling because that is how I would be able to justify it with the presents and all that sort yeah. of stuff. But the fact that they've not come to the hospital, I just think that's a bit rude. If I'm being it's quite awful. You're, at the honest. end of the day, you're making a choice, and they're yeah. they're making it really painfully clear oh. that they favour the other grandchild. That is sad. actually terrible. That's really sad. It's really really sad. And at the end of the day, it's not your parents. You leave it to your partner to talk to them if they if he wants to say anything. The thing is, we don't really know much of a background. He might be so used to them favouring the other person that it might just be water for ducks back for him. Well, the thing is, they've. She said at the beginning, didn't she, that she's treated differently to the other. Yeah, she always felt she was never good enough for their son. I know they treat me differently to their other daughter-in-law, which I've made peace with. I think that's probably something that you've, you know, have a little cry. Yeah. But vow never to let your child feel the way that you've been made to feel by them. But how do you do that? Because because you you pull back. Yeah, you don't put yourself out there on a whim. You don't do things that will leave you vulnerable and in opportunity for being hurt. You set things up on your terms. We're going to be here if you'd like to come and see your grandson. Great, come and see him. If they don't make the effort with you, you cannot make the effort with How them. How do you make the kid feel loved by the yeah. grandparent? Because if you... he's with his cousin and they're all in the same situation, mm. kids pick up on these things of course they from do. a very young age. Of course they do. It's really difficult. I think, first and foremost, you probably need to sit down with them and just say to them in the most like as a family like fuck the other two brother and sister whatever they are sit down with your partner and the mum and dad in when you've got a nice environment where they've actually come to visit or whatever and just say i really i noticed that these things are and i'm really glad that you were able to be there for them i wish that i would have got that time with you as well it would have felt really special to have had you at that moment make them feel how much you you know, even if you are tugging at fucking what's the word? I don't even know what it is. Clutching at straws, tugging at straws. Girls, I think I'm horny. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, even if you are clutching at straws, I guess the only thing you can do is put it out there. Tell them how important they are to your son and therefore to you as an extension of yeah. you know what I mean of you, and see what actions they take to potentially either right the wrong. Or make sure that they don't make you or the child feel that way. You can set yourself what three strikes and you're out kind of thing. But maybe, but you know, if it does happen again, just be like, I felt hurt again, and I don't know if I could do this on and off yeah. for the rest of my life. So I'd really like you guys to maybe think about. I don't know. I think I think you come in nicely. You let them know how you felt and that you were hurt. If they, they might not even know that you felt that hurt about. Or it. maybe they feel that you're a bit standoffish with them, maybe. and they Which didn't feel like they could go to the hospital. they treated you that way all. The 
the time. Have yeah, every would, right to yeah. be. Have every right to be that way. Especially if before you even had your child, you've already felt like a, you know, spare part a little bit in regards to them. So you have every right to feel standoffish. You being standoffish means that they've got even more standoffish and it's and it goes on and it's on and on and on. Yeah. yeah, I think someone has to be the adult in the situation and it's probably likely gonna be you. And yeah, just put it out there. But it's only so much you can take and if sometimes you need to cut people off, cut people off. But that's yeah. a, that's absolutely got to be a last result because yeah. like you say, you don't want that for your son. Yeah, and I just think as well, you've got a couple of years to work this out before your son will start picking up on things or noticing them and some grandparents just don't treat grandchildren the same I know that's a really awful thing to say and it would never ever ever be something that I could do but unfortunately sometimes that's just the case yeah you know what my um my cousins experienced that with their grandparents like on their other side because my nan and granddad literally if one person got if one cousin got 37p the other per, per, like got, yeah. every other cousin would get 37p but they and it was really difficult for them but as but they were never bothered by it because they were really lucky that they had another set of grandparents yeah. that were you know gave so much yeah. to the point of they'd laugh about it and they knew they weren't the favorites and it just became something that was almost funny and I think that's probably the way that their mum and dad dealt with it and yeah. made them feel so included in other ways so don't feel like despaired that your kids are gonna be like super upset about this when they're older because it might just become something that you can all laugh and smile about i hope i think as well sometimes it's harder for the parents like kids are quite resilient but you're sitting there getting so worked up about the fact that you know it's not fair and like fairness and equality for me are one of the biggest triggers for me like being angry about things so I can completely sympathize but you're the one sitting there getting worked up about it when actually your child don't is, know no different don't know no different yeah. they're going to be so loved by you so loved by your parents it's not gonna what I would say is don't sweep it under the rug I would say be if if your kid ever does bring it up be like yeah well you know what nanny and granddad are like or something yeah, like that you'll find your oh. way around absolutely yeah. you'll find your way and also if you accept it and you find ways to kind of shrug it off, you know, to a degree, obviously. If you find ways to kind of manage your expectations of them, you'll also allow your child to manage their expectations of their yeah. grandparents. So if something doesn't happen or something goes awry or, you know, something happens, whatever, there's there's an, there's a situation, like, they'll be able to shrug it off because they've watched your example. Yeah. You're going to have to lead with this one. Girls, um... what do you think about the last bit, though, where she says, my husband understands but doesn't want to say anything? Well, oh, grow a pair. Yeah, grow, literally grow yeah, a pair. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, thinking. Grow a pair. Grow a pair and say to your mum, mum, you've hurt me. Yeah, Dad, and you've hurt I'm me. sorry, the kids now are more important, or mm. the kids' feelings growing yeah. up throughout their lives. Yeah. All I ask These is... These formative, formative years are more important than your mum's pride for one conversation. Yeah. yeah. All I ask is that you treat our kids fairly. Yeah. And with that, I mean emotionally treating yeah. them fairly yeah. like if you want to give them more money fine whatever what if want, they're but... not as financially well off as what I am fine but if you're invited to a first birthday show party up. I would like you to show up and actually be present present mm. yeah absolutely totally agree yeah. have you guys ever had a monster in law or like a situation that's been really <laughs> uneasy 
I yeah. oh you have well, yeah. you not go. a terrible one like <laughs> surprise surprise my first boyfriend he needs a jingle you're right yeah. he does um, no do you know what I, I've been lucky like my second boyfriend's family were literally incredible got on with them so well was really lucky honestly like them more than I liked him um, really lucky with Tom's uh. mum and dad now <laughs> But my, no, my first boyfriend's dad, he had a very um, split up family. He had about seven siblings, like maybe eight siblings, but none of them, as in none of the eight had the same parents. So there was a lot of different um, splits all over the place. His dad was the nicest, most incredible man. Loved him. His mum made no effort whatsoever. I thought she hated me until I realised that she just didn't make effort with anyone. So you'd be like, hi, so-and-so. And she'd be like, hello. I'd be like, how are you? Have you had enough? Yeah, thanks. And we're literally <laughs> cut got to the point of... out of a stone. But he was such a dickhead that it was... We would... The only thing... Well, we argued about lots, but the biggest arguments would be about our families because then... And it's retaliation. He'd slag off my mum and dad, which was <gasps> the worst thing he could do because I'd fucking go at him. And it's like, but I think the reality, the sad reality of the situation was he wasn't close to his family at all. And my mum and dad have always been my best mates. Yeah. So he was really jealous of that relationship. And instead of being embraced, like Tom is so embraced in my family, like my mum, whenever she leaves us, she'll be like, love you, adore you both. It's always adore you both, love you both. Like she absolutely adores him. And instead of embracing that, he really pushed against it. So then, yeah, we would literally have arguments and I'd be like, well, your mum don't even fucking make conversation. He'd be like, well, your mum don't stop talking, which Faye is fair enough and you'll agree with that. <laughs> um, but you keep yeah, we love Faye. you for it. We love you for it, Faye. Everyone loves you, apart from him. Um, Oh, hello, (laughs) But yeah, that's what I reckoned, apparently, is what the Apple Watch is saying. I still don't know how to use this thing. But yeah, so it was really difficult. And I hated going round there because I'd I'd have to think of conversations to try and keep it going until about three years down the line, I thought, fuck it, I'm not going to bother. We'd sit there in silence. Girls would literally sit in a room in silence. He wouldn't make conversation. He never really spoke to her that much. And so, yeah, it was really uncomfortable and I really struggled with it. Oh. Yeah. But the rest, apart from that, I've been super lucky. See, Mm. I've had one situation and I was really, really fortunate that it was um, my ex's dad was really nice. I say really nice. I'll probably literally met him about three times because um, my ex didn't live with him and I remember going around there and I met his stepmom once and she was just an absolute bitch like you know when you fucking hate someone she is someone and I just thought you're a dick you've met me once she was really passive aggressive and everything I said she was like "Mm, really Mm, really and then they mentioned something and I said oh they were talking about caravans and I was like oh I've got a caravan oh you've got one of them have you like really looked down on you and I was thinking hun you literally married money and you basically wrote his son out of his will like and you're looking down on me you are the biggest fucking gold digger in the world so didn't have much time for her literally met her once and didn't have to spend any time with her after that so that was really good then other than that I've had really good relationships with like all my ex's parents (laughs) one of them they were slightly older they were considerably older than my parents and um, I remember we was there how she didn't hate me 
I, I do not know because <laughs> I didn't even realise I did it, but she went through basically everybody's name to get to my ex's name. And she was like, oh my goodness, you must think I'm going senile, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, don't worry, my nan does it all the time. <laughs> and you know when the words come out of your mouth and you're like, oh shit, like trying to grab those words back. <laughs> but they were considerably older as well. And it was true, my nan does do that. So, yeah, and I was just like, thing. oh God. Yeah. And then the on the other hand, I've also had it where I've stayed friends with the in-laws after we've oh. broken up. Like, to the point, like, I've been out for lunches with them. Okay, that's weird I've to seen... me. <laughs> yeah, but the thing, it weren't like we would, like, ring each other and be like, oh, should we go out for lunch? It would be like, they, I've been in the area that they lived in, we've bumped into each other and they've gone, oh my God, come out Fine. for lunch with us. Yeah. That sort of thing. Um, which must have been really, really difficult for the new girlfriend because yeah. but but the thing was I did get on with them really well mm. like really well and I remember before I went travelling bearing in mind me and their their son had been broken up for five months in that time he got a new partner oh like, and you went out with them well they rang me no 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 oh yeah I'd been out for yeah so oh my oh, god right. I don't know how you done it I'd feel very odd. Uh, no, we just got on. Like, yeah, we just yeah. got on. There was nothing yeah. odd about no it. No judgment. It would have felt really over me. your ex as well. Because oh, God, you... I didn't care about yeah. him. So I that literally is why it was so could easy. not have cared less. And, like, I remember, like, we went out for lunch and then a couple of... Actually, no, tell a lie. Before I went travelling, they rang me and were like, we are so excited for you. Have the best time like we can't wait to follow your travels and I was like I'm actually in the pub having like a little drink with everyone to say bye and they were like oh my god like we would have loved to have come and I would have fully had them there like they never met my parents while I was with my ex but they probably would have met them at these drinks and then I remember when I came back from traveling they were like let's meet up we want to hear all about it and they like were avid travelers as well so they were like buzzing oh to like god. hear Did about you meet everything them? yeah ended up meeting them yeah wow we had re- so I actually I do I don't feel bad about that but if I was the new girlfriend I wouldn't have liked it yeah. but for me it was completely innocent two people who I really oh liked god, you who, done nothing wrong like yeah absolutely even not. if I bumped into them now I would be very friendly with them. Yeah. It's just that it sort of phased out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I always got along with all of them. I mean, who don't like me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we laugh, but that is so true. Yeah. Who doesn't like, like In you? the least vainest way, I can literally adapt to any household. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes you can. That doesn't mean I've always been happy doing it. Yeah. Let me tell you that. There's been... I think what was probably my most frustrating thing is, like, I would go all out. It's, it's the usual fucking story, girls. I'd go all out and make sure I was there for my ex's, like, family occasions, spending time in the living room, with family, you know, not just popping in and going yeah. into the bedroom and stuff. I'd be present. I'd be present at a lot of things. Family occasions, birthdays, Christmas. Like, I'd be the one getting the cards, writing them out, making sure things were bought on time for per... But not necessarily me buying it, not saying that. I just mean, like, being organised yeah. and thinking of things or saying to him do you know it's so-and-so's birthday in a couple of weeks by the way yeah yeah, Yeah. do you think we should like think about things now and um what i think was my most frustrating thing was that that was never retaliated they never 
um, emerged themselves. Like you're saying, Elle, they've emerged themselves into my family like I did with theirs, and that's what I wanted them to do. And I was hoping that by leading by example, they would want to do that. But even, like, not coming in and sitting with my nan and stuff like that. And I remember, I remember getting really teary, actually, before. I I think I remember, like, it came to my head, and I was like, I'm going to see what they do. I'm going to see if they go in and sit down with my nan. Uh, Even when I'd asked, I think I'd asked them to do it, or something like that. I just... And I remember coming in and like they were upstairs and watching telly and I was just like, I was just really upset and I was like, how dare you make me feel like a, like I'm asking for too much for you to even sit and have a conversation yeah. with my nan. Be like, like the most important person, do you know what I mean, to me. Especially and, when you're um, bending over backwards yeah. for all looking their family after, events. Yeah, and, and, and I'm looking after my nan. He knows how important my family are to me. He knew, should I say, he knew how important my family were to me. And to not see him retali- re- reciprocate, sorry, not retaliate, reciprocate the care, attention and just being present with my family, one of the biggest fucking things that I hated hate about him he was selfish to an absolute maximum and it was very evident when it came to that and that was a massive deal breaker for me i was like you're you're a prick and going forward like michael's like he's literally fucking from the moment he came round, he was part of the furniture and he would sit in with my nan and have a chat even if he'd been out to the pub he'd come in he'd tell me nan that he was pissed as a fart he'd make her a cup of tea and she'd be even in our hospital bed they'd be watching telly be having a laugh and a joke by the end she was telling all of us like with her dementia she'd tell all of us not to fuck off and she'd say all right son all right and he'd come in like oh, it was hilarious lovely. and vice versa i'm immersed into his family and and it's really really lovely but it and i've always been accepted by families but i think it's very evident when some when your family accepts someone yeah, yeah. i think it's yeah, a yeah, massive yeah. difference you can be accepted by somebody else's family or not whatever i could give a fuck like there were points with the next one i was just like i don't fit into your family this is not like not all of them i just like some members made me feel like I don't know like yeah. there'd been times when I felt like should I be should I be ashamed that my my parents have worked so hard and have managed to buy a house and maybe that we've come from maybe a li- slightly different gaps like social economically wise like there was a slight gap I think no because you fucking work your ass off yourself yeah, yeah but I, I've definitely that's been with a couple of exes I've felt like there's a little bit of a gap here and there's a little bit of a divide but it sounds really ridiculous we're just working class people but i think there was a like a slight you know my mum and dad had put their money and my family put their money into investment to make it i don't know i'm, I'm going i'm rambling now but what i'm trying to say is i've had an ex that's told me point blank the reason that he was so fucking nasty and bitter towards me is because he was so jealous oh, yeah. that the family situation yeah, was yeah. so tight did and his parents reaction to you reflect that as well it did at times yeah, yeah. it did at times so the families was, are almost sort of looking at yeah, you sort yeah. of a bit there was arguments that we would be having in his bedroom and like i remember his mum coming in and being like this is ridiculous you two have got to stop arguing with each other and you know what i thought if only you knew yeah only you knew the reason that we're arguing is because he's chawed a bit of money off of me or he's gone out and used it to go betting and shit like that like silly random shit that... it's not fucking silly it's disgraceful yeah it is but what i'm trying to say is you know they will never know i would never divulge actually the issue is this is what's going Your on son, yeah. you've raised an yeah. absolute that's tiny. really mature yeah. of you because i think i'd say it yeah, yeah. i think it would just spill out of me because yeah. i'd be thinking yeah. don't fucking have a go at me when yeah. your son's the one that's done Do you know yeah, what he's done it. that's yeah. what i'd say do you know what yeah. he's done tell him but yeah. also like doesn't matter because in that circumstance i was never going to come out on top yeah, i was no. never going to yeah, be yeah, yeah. No, right. no, i could be believed till the day so, and it's the same of anyone if i murdered anyone my mum would be 
at the front door with a shovel, you're never going to be wrong in your yeah. your parents' eyes, yeah. right? Which I understood very early on, and I thought, there's no way me explaining the situation is going to make her feel any different. And I don't yeah. really give a shit. I don't really give a shit what you think or how bad you think we argue and how often. She was absolutely right. We was arguing terribly. And uh, her calling it out frustrated me, but I thought, you know what? This ain't going long term anyway, so it don't really matter. Anyway, yeah. that was my ramble. Uh, other than that, I'm fucking lucky. Yeah, I'm an honorary Scoin, Chapman, Edmund Smith. I'm just naming everyone's surname now in the family. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm lucky. And they all have a good boogie and a good drink. And they're lucky that they've got They are well. so lucky. You are, are dream daughter in yeah, old guys. And, you, and to you both. Oh, I fucking know. <laughs> 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 so if your mother-in-laws turn up at the wedding days in white we vow now to whack her in a plastic bag <laughs> plastic in a black bag, bag in I'm a doing black... her with a red wine we... oh <laughs> god plastic bag I meant to say we're gonna, we're gonna cut the holes in the black bag and whack it over the top alright so she's yeah. wearing the black bag I tell you what, though, mother-in-laws are lethal. Like I've yeah, seen and girls. heard some things. If about I have a son, if I have a son, and they have, a, a, if if they choose to marry a woman and have a wife, and she's a bastard, I'll fucking let her know. Me Jade, too. you are Me the too. most lovely person in the world, and I love you, love you, love you. You would still be bending over backwards I for that poor girl. Will. Yeah, but I would still let. I'd say, yeah, pick up your own washing doll. Yeah, you would, but. Well. You would also. Right, well, then, can you you'd be... probably be doing their washing yes. for like, them. Like, my, well, don't let me do it. My mother does it. I say, Mum, stop doing it. Stop no. doing it. Why are, you, why are you telling her to not do it? Because you want to do your own washing? She's got her own. No, of course. <laughs> she's got her own shit going on. She's not me bleeding laundrette. Anyway, oh. that was a long ramble. I hope oh. you guys have got mother in laws, father in laws, or just in laws that aren't monsters. And if you do, Drop us a fucking line and tell us yeah. what's happening. Can't <laughs> wait to hear how your Christmas went. So that is the end of the questions for this week. It all is. that is left for us to do is wish you all the happiest Yay. new year. Thank you so much for listening to Long Story Short this year. Yeah. We've loved having you so much. We've got so much to come next year. I'm actually so excited. We really do. We've got a whole calendar full of uh, guests that we've got coming yes. on. Uh, new episodes, a new game on the way, potentially some lovely little jingles. Mm. Um, and we are, again, <laughs> so grateful thank you for all your love support um, and for listening we hope you have an amazing new year and happy 2023 <laughs> so cheesy I love old Lanzine I love old Lanzine thank you my love right cheers girls cheers, cheers girls, girls. Long story short. 2023, come 2023, at me. 2023. <laughs> 2023. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs>